Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Week 10 Sunday Recap episode. I am Chad Millman. I am joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Everyone is here with us watching us sweat the end of this Washington Commanders Seattle game. People just came in to see the pain and agony in our faces <laughs> with Ron Rivera having a chance to get a win or give us the cover we need. And instead he goes for the extra point. I hate him. Where it keeps saying he's a damn dinosaur and he really is. He's the worst. And uh no, Chad. Today, this is why I love what we do. I hate it today. It's it's been miserable. I think I lost every 1 p.m. game, and and now I'm looking at hopefully going four for four in these uh, 4 p.m. games. So that's gambling, baby. It's it's a never-ending sweat. It really is. Right now we are uh, one and one. Uh, we lost the Jags. We won the Lions. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're sweating. We're sweating the Commanders. That Jags uh, bet. And uh, we have uh, the Jets and Denver to go. But I do need to set the stage a little bit for how we ended up where we did. Because a lot happened between Thursday when you and I recorded the podcast, and yeah. then we made our picks, and when we and Friday night, because um, everyone knows who listens. Matt Mitchell and I were in Copenhagen last week, and we were in Copenhagen when we recorded the Friday episode. On Friday night, Mitchell and I were part of a large group of people from the Action uh, Universe that went to dinner. Our last night in town, it was close to nine p.m. I'm two tequilas, two glasses of wine into a four-course tasting menu. I go to use the boys' room. While at the stall, standing there, my phone buzzes against my better judgment because I don't like to check it when I'm standing at the stall. I checked it, and there's a message on the lock screen, and it's from Simon, and it reads, can you call me as soon as possible? Now... <laughs> Simon is not prone to hysterics. He's not prone to- And I'm not a texter. And he's not a texter. I don't text. Yeah. So like Simon sending me a text when he knows I'm in Copenhagen, can you call <laughs> me as soon as possible? My first instinct is that he's in grave physical danger because of something we did on the show. <laughs> Always. And so outside the bathroom door, I call you. And again, I'm in like a semi-loud restaurant 
and I call you and you are huffing and puffing. So I'm sure like you were being chased down some street in Hawaii and I'm, for some reason, me in Copenhagen, I am your only lifeline to survival. I say, are you all right? You say, yes, I'm just climbing a mountain in Hawaii, but we need to change our picks (laughs) right away. So what had happened was on Thursday, when we locked in, we were on Cleveland plus six and a half, Cincinnati minus six and a half. Jacksonville plus three and a half, Detroit minus two and a half, Denver seven and a half. So I call you back. You're like, we need to change our picks right away. Explain the first thing you heard. Explain the first thing you heard about Washington. Yeah. I, I, I Even the whole week, Chad loved Seahawks. And I was just like, there's something fishy about this number. I, I didn't get the line all week. And when I called Chad, I, I basically... A big negative of living in Hawaii it takes like a year for anything to get out here, any information. So, you know, it's whatever that was, eight in the morning, nine in the morning. I was going for my uh, my hike up Halilakala, the mountainside, and I, I got no bars. And, you know, I finally get to an area and I get like 15 text messages and three missed phone calls. And the first one is just basically someone telling me this so-and-so group is putting down seven figures on – the, the Washington plus six and a half, grab it before it's gone. So being the good guy I am, before I text any of my runners, anybody, I text Chad first to give me a call because I was like, we got to get this six and a half. I mean, Chad might have taken five minutes. This is how quick these lines move. So again, I was delayed getting the information. I text Chad. I sent out my own information. I was only able to get sixes and like, like maybe two books gave me six and a halfs, but I missed the number. When Chad checked our line, it was five and a half. Like that number literally in half an hour, it totally moved. Um, and yeah, it was, again, I hear a lot of noise, but there's certain groups, certain guys who are like, you know, they're my idols. They're dudes I put up on a really high pedestal. And when I hear they're making moves, let alone seven figure moves, it's like, I got to hit my guy Chad up. And again, I'm not always going to be right. I'm going to make stupid fucking bets. Like I'm an idiot, but you know, I know these contacts. I know the people I deal with. And it's like, these guys make these moves. They always know, like they always have a reason. And I didn't know how I was going to land on three or land on four in the Seattle game. I don't even know if it's going to, they could still win a touchdown here. This game's happening live. But when these dudes hit me up and I joke that these guys have time machines and they're telling me this game's going to land on three and four, grab the six, grab the six and a half. I'm all in on it. So yeah, Chad, my guy, he trusts me. He knows that like, I'm not fucking around, especially if I'm hitting the dude up at, you know, eight in the morning, my time, like that's something I would never do to anybody. And, and, and night at night, my time. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, and Chad knows I'm, I'm always one. I'm okay with waiting for things, but if I know a number is going to move and I know these dudes are for real, I always try to get us the best of numbers. So um, yeah, like, I don't know how they do it, people, and it's final now. It, it, they they just kicked a field goal, Seattle, and like again, I don't know how they fucking do it, people. Like they ask you guys ask me all the time, how do I get these contacts and these wait, wait, people? wait. It's it's so we covered, we did yeah. it, Woo! yeah, we did it. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's what I mean, though, is that these guys they just fucking know, and I don't get it. It'll never make sense, but um, Chad knows me well enough that like, you know. I'm going to say dumb shit. I'm going to miss that Ravens game is a great example of it. Chad was dead on with that, but it was more that Chad just knows I'm trying to protect us. If, if all their offensive linemen are on the Browns, I can't put them in our contest. Chad knows how, how, how much I care about offensive line play. And 
when I'm hitting him up and I'm just saying to him, like, I don't care that it's five and a half. Remember, Chad, you were like, it's five and a half now. Should we not take it? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like these dudes are saying it's going to land on three or four. We got to take it no matter what. And I, I cannot believe this game landed on three. I don't I don't know how they fucking do it, man. And that's my favorite thing about this job is like, I'm like all of you. Like, I, I, I love it. I'm in this world and I live it. But I'm always shocked about how these dudes know. And like, that's my favorite part is people are shocked how I know. I don't know either. Like my model, that, that Detroit game, I cannot believe that Detroit game landed on three. And it's just, that's my favorite part about doing this shit. It's like, you make a number, you trust the number, bet the lines at one, bet the lines one and a half, bet the lines at two, bet the lines at two and a half. The game lands on three. And it's like, you know, this day sucked. Me and Chad were staring 0 at three in the face. Oh, and God. here we are two and one brothers, right, right on course. It's so all of a sudden, on Friday night, uh, I can barely see. I'm telling, I come out of the bathroom <laughs> hallway and I tell Matt Mitchell what we're doing. And I go back into favorites.actionnetwork.com to change our contest picks, take Cleveland out, take Cincinnati out, put Washington in. And because we took two games out, we had to add one more in. So we ended up putting in the New York Jets. So instead of sitting here at two and two, because we, with the Broncos to come on Monday night at seven and a half, we're now two and one. Uh, <laughs> we would have been, uh, we would have won Cleveland. We would have won Detroit. We would have lost Cincy. We would have lost Jacksonville. We'd have Denver left. Now we're two and one. We got the Jets left. We got the Broncos left. Um, you know, just when need to I go uh, out, one and one, baby. We just need to go one and one. Uh, which I think we can do. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know what's interesting? You mentioned let let me let me let me set us up for one more second here. So uh yeah. by the way, when I did this, Matt Mitchell was in the middle of eating five plates of beef tartar by himself. That's when everyone Your poor wife. I can't imagine you 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 crop dusting, man. Woo! Listen, I had <laughs> I, I had a full date with Matt Mitchell and his wife Corinne. Uh, they are lovely, beautiful people. I made them go sightseeing with me in Copenhagen because we had <laughs> afternoon flights, and they were such troopers. They got out of the hotel. We saw castles and gardens and had a traditional Danish meal. It was amazing. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, please don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. Okay. Jacksonville, loser. Detroit, winner. <laughs> Washington, winner. Jets, minus a half. Denver, plus seven and a half. The games we passed. One more time. Cleveland, six and a half. Cincy, six and a half. All right. Let's talk about the Jacks first. Let's get out. Let's get out of the way. It's an interesting team. We we just missed it. I mean, I think we were we were banking on the Jags and the streak they've been on, looking good. We're huge Doug Peterson fans. 
Doug Peterson teams play better in the second half of the year. We thought there might be lingering issues with Brock Purdy. The Jags did what the Jags have been doing to lose games, which is a lot of bad turnovers. And I think we missed the most important element, which was Debo Samuel. Like it's so clear he was out the past three games. They lose those games. He's such a weapon, such a multi-tooled weapon from every position, whether he's lining up in the backfield, lining up in the slot, lining up wide. He just makes the key plays and gives Brock Purdy that that element that makes him such a better player, right? And so we just missed it. We we undervalued Debo Samuel. Yeah, and I'll take the blame for this one because I said I wouldn't let us put this in if if Trent Williams was back, and he he was back, and I still let us yeah. put it in. So, um, yeah, that was a total blind spot by me. But like I said, I was terrible today. Like my one p.m. picks were horrible. I, I could not pick a winner. Um, thank God we only had one in the contest because it's like like I just said, I went four four in the late games, and that's that's the difference right now for us. Where, um, yeah, got away from. What what got us here? These divisional jogs. Like I shouldn't have doubted Chad on that Cleveland number, but um, yeah, the, the the worst one again. I feel bad for people that listen to the show. It's like I love the Bengals, and then like Chad said, I hit him up. I told him I'm out on the Bengals because of I thought there was gonna be no Chase and no Higgins. So you know, got really lucky. Uh, didn't matter, right? Chase played, scored a touchdown, had a great game, had a great game, but got out of that game. Um, another game I liked early in the week that uh, we luckily we avoided. The Saints. I love the Saints. Yes. Heard from really sharp people. They liked uh, Minnesota. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll keep my bet and I'll, I'll have my bets on it, but I'm not going to bet it more. And I wouldn't, I didn't even bring it up to chat for our contest. We wake up this morning, Chris Raybon's on the Vikings as well. And it's just like, okay, like, so that was a good read. Um, the only one we missed on, which I think, you know, I, I don't blame us for it because we we're big into luck rankings was Pittsburgh. Like we like Pittsburgh. We yeah. talked Sunday night about Pittsburgh. Everything we said about Green Bay feels like it was true. That like Jordan Love, if you need him to drive the field at the end of a game, you have no confidence, you have no faith. And I almost ate those words because the guy almost drove the field to win the game at the end. But it, it is what it feels like. We kind of at this at this point of the season, right, Chad? We kind of keep saying these teams are what they are, right? Yeah. And yeah, every week's a little different. But you know. Everyone feels the same. How did we not take Dallas? We knew exactly how the game was going to go. I, I said it our Sunday morning. I told you, I didn't know a single professional, not one professional. All the people I talked to said the Giants this week. So I didn't know a single person that had money on the Giants. And that, that should have been a telltale sign. So, um, yeah, really pissed I kept the Jaguars in because there was other games we had in the back of our mind. And it just um, – I should have known better, right? Because like you just said, the, the 49ers have been playing bad. They were due for having a good game. They're a really good team. And the Jaguars on the other side, they were due for a bad game. Like, they had been winning all these really close games, and I think they had won five straight or six straight up to that point. Um, everything went wrong in that game, right? They had all bad turnovers, bad fumbles, bad penalties. Um, their defense was getting stops. It was still 10-0, yeah. and it was 10-3, and their defense was still getting them the ball back. And Trevor just couldn't put a drive together. He just completely did not have it today. So, um, yeah, sorry, everyone. That was that was a horrible bet. It's interesting. Trevor Lawrence, there are times he he there's a big difference to me between the development of Trevor Lawrence, the development of Jalen Hurts, the development of Justin Herbert, like the even the the, the development of Tua. He has yet to rise to the level of being discussed. 
as an elite quarterback yet. And I think we keep waiting for him to get there. We keep saying his flashes, his flashes, but like, he's not putting it together. And also when you watch him throw, he doesn't throw with the same velocity, the same accuracy that guys like Justin Herbert or Tua in terms of accuracy do. Um, like they're older though. They've been in the league. They've been in the league longer. I'm with you though. Like I, I'm, I'm disappointed in what Trevor did today, but at the same time, it's like, I, I still going to keep giving him time because he has the body, the body frame, the, the talent, the arm talent, the head, and he has the coaching Doug Peterson, but I, I'm with you. Like, I feel like we keep seeing him in big games, not living up to the moments. And this was a big game today. Like you want to measure yourself against the best teams yeah. in the league. And now, like, you know, obviously they won't see each other in the playoffs. They're in dif- different divisions. But is it not going to make you more hesitant to take him against a team like, say, if they have to play Houston in the first round? And Houston's a team that today went on the road, had a huge win, and CJ just keeps coming from behind the end of these games and having these drives. And it's like, that's what I'm agreeing with you about, where it's like Trevor's not having these moments that yeah. CJ is. And CJ is kind of guy now where it's like, I mean, you know, I, again, I don't want to beat up these Carolina Panthers fans, but it's like you missed the once in every five to 10 year guy. And that's got to be sickening to you because the shit CJ is doing as a rookie, like you just don't, you don't see guys at four or five years in the league do these kind of things back to back weeks. So it CJ is crazy has right been, now. CJ has been, he's the kind of player where it doesn't matter the scenario, whether he's dropping back or scrambling every time he throws the ball, you believe before the camera gets to where the ball is going <laughs> that the player he's throwing to is wide open or the ball is going to be absolutely pinpoint perfect. <laughs> well, I just love you threw that really bad pick. That was almost a pick six. Came right back. Exactly. And I told you, like, we did a ranking a couple of years ago with Cowherd, and that was my rankings about guys who can throw pick sixes and just bounce back. And, like, he's got that moxie as a rookie – it's mind blowing. Like I, I just, man, I really hope Houston doesn't ruin this guy in the future because they really do have such a rare talent. Like the kid is just so cool. Um, it, it's crazy. Like really is. Like today, today's games are so much fun. And he's, if he keeps playing this way, I mean, obviously he'll run rookie of the year. But how can you not talk about him for MVP? Like you Dude, think about, it's in my notes. I wrote it down. I'm like, <laughs> we have to have a conversation right now about. We might have to. Stroud is MVP. Yeah, because it's just, it's again, it's really hard to be consistent in football, especially as teams get more film on you and they start prepping defenses to take away what you like to do. And the fact that this kid keeps producing, I mean, you saw Tampa's D today, right? Tampa completely dominated Tennessee, right? Is Tampa's defense really that bad or is CJ this good? And that's the hardest thing where it's like, you know, I'm trying to guess what this kid's going to be like. And it's like, well, since he's got a good D, they should be able to scheme up and step up against him. No, like the guy threw for her over 300 yards and yeah if it, I, I really do look at it this year where the, all these teams are kind of equal right and all these teams are like right there neck and neck and you know last week was Lamar's week and he was the MVP and then he loses and there's always some there's always a next guy up right this whole season everyone's so close if you're a writer and he gets them either shockingly they could do it win the division or gets them the fifth seed or sixth seed in the AFC you really, they really should have a serious talk about CJ for MVP because he's changed that whole identity of that team in a couple of months. It's incredible. Like it really is incredible what this kid's doing. Kudos to Brandon Anderson, who in one of our preview shows for the uh, favorites podcast predicted 
that the Texans would win the AFC South. Um, all right, the other game, uh, one of our winners today, Detroit minus two and a half at the Chargers. Like you said, we talked about it last Sunday. The number was one, betted at one, betted at two and a half, put it in the contest. Very chalky, did not get the best of the number in the contest. You know what's funny? You say you were sweating this game. I never was nervous about this game. This felt like a backyard, whoever has the ball last, <laughs> better coach wins kind of game. It was because of the refs, though. The refs, man. I was never sweating this game. But never. the refs were just the refs were brutal in a couple of games today, but they were really bad in this one. And you know, anytime the Chargers needed a new first down or another set to go, they they kept getting the call they needed. Not all of them was BS, right? The refs were making the right calls, but a lot of them were very ticky tack. And yeah. um, you know, the Lions look like the much better team, but this is what I'll never get about Herbert, man. How does Herbert have this game and then other games he can't make the throws? Like, oh man, he's just a frustrating guy. And you know. They're, they're wasting his career. Like Ben Johnson, the guy on the other side of the ball, the Lions OC, him or Eric Bellenemy, like the, the OC for Washington, that's 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 all the Chargers need to do is go hire one of those guys to be the new the new catch coach. And it's nothing against Matt Moore. I think Matt, Matt Moore has done great with the scheme and everything he's doing with uh, – Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore with this team. But, um, you know, I just – I, I can't get over how much wasted time we have here with Herbert. Like you look at his record this year and his career, he's barely 500, right? I think we saw some stat like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I every like I hated betting against them today. Like I, I it was nerve wracking, especially like you know, see him making those big time throws. But like you said, the lines they're the juggernaut. They break the rules. I mean, you'll never catch me betting on an 80 percent public bet road favorite right that's so rare for me it's got to be the right situation of the chargers have no home field no home field advantage and i don't know why but this Lions team is a short favorite i think evan gave us a stat about how they just cover like they're really yeah. good at being road chalk and um yeah evan just put in our chat herbert 29 and 30 straight up in his career dude 29 and 30 like a guy that me and you both had in our top 10, top five quarterbacks yeah. in the league right now. So um, pr pretty embarrassing to that whole organization. A guy we bet on 25 to one to lead the league. In, <laughs> don't, don't talk uh, about that. Don't talk passing about that. Yardage. Don't talk Dan about that. Dan Campbell in his career, 34 and 21. So he's basically 62% against wow. the spread. 115 NFL coaches have had 50 plus games of experience since 1990. Dan Campbell now has the best ATS win percentage of all of them. Jared Goff continues to be the most profitable. I thought you were going to do Dennis Allen after that, which would have been funny. He's like 140th. Oh, oh yeah. We know <laughs> that already. Spread. Um, I, it's funny. Like the Saints to me, we, we talked about this in the show. I don't think we were ever going to put him in the contest. We were so opposed on that. No. Like, Yeah. The, oh, I liked it, but I'm saying I just by by Saturday morning I'd heard like a bunch of people were coming on this Vikings team, and I was just like, you know what, I'm yeah. just missing it. So, um, yeah, luckily we didn't even talk about that this morning. Jared Goff continues to be uh, the most profitable quarterback in the NFL the past five so years. So good, twenty and six against the spread the last two seasons. Um, Crazy, and you just you can't help but love this team. Yeah, they they They're like, so fun. Dan Campbell 
going forward consistently on fourth down <laughs> yeah. inside the five. It's just because he has so much. There's such a difference between the way Brandon Staley goes for it on fourth down and the way <laughs> Dan Campbell goes for it on fourth down. Dan Campbell will do it and then will call a play that tells you, I believe in you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Brandon Staley will do it and he will, someone will call a play because he's not calling the offensive plays that basically says, I'm nervous and I'm tight. And like, I think, I think at one point it was a fourth and five or third and nine. And they called a run and was basically saying, block the fuck out of people guys and we'll get the first down. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, they're an awesome team to watch. Now they're seven and two and it's hard not to look at the NFC and think, okay, the class of the NFC right now is the Eagles and the Lions. And the Lions are actually playing a little bit better and probably healthier than the Eagles right now. I still got them third. I still got the Eagles, 49ers, them, like literally a hair ahead of Dallas. So if it's Dallas, I mean, it, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it, who the hell are the Lions to be getting respect in the playoffs somewhere they haven't been in like years? Um, I, if, if the Lions are more than two and a half, three favorite over Dallas, Guys, you already know I'm gonna be on Dallas. Like that's just that's gonna be too much, too much respect to this Lions team. Um, even even in a home playoff game. So I, I do get where you're coming from. They they have a chance to be the one seed. I mean, that's that that to that to them, that has to be everything. Because I I mean, I might make them a four and a half, five point dog in Philadelphia in January, and I probably would make them the same number in um San Francisco. So they have to get that one seed or they're, they're dead. Like they just, they have to get that one seed. They need golf indoors at home. Like we've seen the splits him indoors versus outdoors. We've seen the difference between him at home, then outdoors. They got to get the one seed. So um, yeah, like the Lions that, that win this, this week, not that it dictated their whole season, but they couldn't lose this game. They needed to beat a good team on the road. And now if you look at the rest of their schedule, I mean, especially in your division, like you need that. You you need that for them. They got an easy division. They need to win this kind of road game. So yeah, Lions fans, cloud nine. I mean, don't listen to assholes like me. You would think your team's the best team in the NFC. Believe it. Like you guys are playing like the best team. It's just, I got to be real with you. It's just, if golf is outdoors in January, I, I am not betting on that, man. Love, love. As we've said, the NFL is better with Dan Campbell in it. And I feel like, <laughs> We're going to get, because of this season, we're going to get at least two to three more years of Dan Campbell. Let me tell you something. I got goosebumps, gentlemen. Uh, we can skip over Washington. Uh, we did a lot of talking about Washington. You know, we watched it live. We sweated it live. We won it live. Recap for other picks. Foxhole, Jacksonville plus three. Simon Says, Cincinnati minus six and a half. Terrible. Executive decision, Cleveland plus six. Winner. Our big balls is the Jets plus one. Survivor. <laughs> is it really? There we go. Yeah. I think we got that, right? Matt, is that when we talked yeah. about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Sur- Survivor is Dallas. Uh, round Robin, Jets, Jags, no. Cleveland, yes. Minnesota, yes. So we got a chance to go four out of five here. Yeah. Uh, no, round Robin's been good this year. Even though it's been tough with these dogs outright, we've had a nice run with these round Robins. Um, all right. The lean for tonight, 
we've said it, we've said it many times. Uh, we're on the Jets. We got the Jets in the contest. Go J-E-T-S. Anything to add there? <laughs> yeah, we need it. We need the Jets defense to show up. I mean, talk about a day where, uh, you know, bet, betting bad quarterbacks. And we, we need we need Zach Wilson to come through or Russell Wilson here. Monday night football. The line has moved in our direction. We got it at seven and a half. Denver plus seven and a half against Buffalo. I mean, I'm not going to bet it at seven, but I loved it at seven and a half. And I think the fact it's moved in our direction says everything we need to know about why we liked it at seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, I hope it works out. Like we talked about it. The number didn't make sense. It felt too big. And the the bills are just, they're banged up on defense. They're, they're really, you know, still one of the best teams in football and offense, but um, you know, defensively, how can you have faith in them to get stops, let alone when they're trying to cover a seven and a half number? That's such a huge number. So, um, yeah, hopefully me and Chad are stepping in like we did with the Jaguars. Like that number felt way too big too. Uh, but, yeah, 100% feels feels good that it's down to seven now most books. I, if you missed it and you're trying to still trying to make a choice, I do have this at six. So I am showing value right now on the Bills, uh, I mean on Denver. But, yeah, I feel bad telling you to bet it because me and Chad – both have been betting the seven and a half all week. So um, yeah, do with what you want, but um, you know, I, I wouldn't let the seven scare me off. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. That's right. It's our sponsor game time. I like game time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Number two, because I actually use game time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games Speaking of which, I'm actually going to open game time right now from my house here in Connecticut, back in Connecticut, not in Copenhagen. Look what I see, college basketball in full force. I can get in to see the St. John's basketball team coached by legendary coach Rick Pitino for less than 50 bucks tomorrow night. No matter where you live, download the game time app, get out and have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets. Live and in person, you can redeem code FAVORITES for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app, enter code FAVORITES for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, early week 11 spots. Simon, earlier in the show, we talked about these division dogs. We talked about the opportunity to bet division dogs. Uh, you want to bet division dogs uh, on a regular basis? because all of the numbers say bet division dogs. Next week, the buys, the Falcons, the Colts, the Patriots, the Saints. Um, any bets you've made already? Uh, no, just because honestly, we were watching that Washington game to the last minute. So I really haven't, I mean, this, I just opened up uh, the app. I'm looking at the lines now. Um. Yeah, it's it's tough because a couple ones that jump out, I, I feel like I might be able to get better value down the road. Like the Rams are plus two and a half right now against Seattle at home. That's going to go up, right? Like yeah. without knowing which, if Stafford is going to play or not and who the quarterback will be of the Rams. But that's interesting. They hung a line. So, you know, again, I tell you guys all the time, they, they take small bets right now. Like they're not taking anything over, you know, a thousand bucks on these bets for the most part. So, um that that to me is really jumps out. Like you can get Seahawks right now for under a field goal against 
I mean, who who is the quarterback of the Rams? Do you even know? Uh, I think they cut Brett Rippon, didn't they? And and they, they added signed, Carson Wentz. And they signed Carson Wentz. And <laughs> we're all hearing the same thing that the expectation is he's going to be a starting quarterback for the so Los like, Angeles. I want to I want to fade the Seahawks here because um, I just I think they're fraudulent. But am I not supposed to take that two and a half? That's what sucks. Like I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to take the Seahawks and I can buy on my position later if it is Stafford and. Obviously, I'm going to love the Rams, like a home divisional dog in that spot. That's a nice spot for the Rams. But Well, it's divisional week. Look, it's Tennessee plus uh, six at Jacksonville, you know, and like it's mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel in a spot. It's already up to six and a half. It, well, great. Then let's hold on because like this is no different than betting Washington plus six in Philly. Do you know what I mean? It is, though, just because it's a rookie. You have to keep remembering these quarterbacks now. And that's why, like, again, I, I you, went, you were trying to get me on Tennessee this past week, and I wouldn't let you, and it was just because CJ is the unicorn, right? CJ, is, we got to throw him out. But these rookies, Todd Bowles' defense completely shut this kid down. Like, Tampa completely dominated Tennessee today. And you'll see that with these rookies where it's like, yeah, they might flash and pop and make all right throws, but every game you're putting up more film. And they can track where it's like, okay, Will Levis throws 90% of his balls to the middle of the field. Let's just put everyone in the middle of the field and make them throw outside. He couldn't throw the ball outside. And it's like little things like that. Again, I don't know if that's what they did to him, but I'm saying that's how these teams take these quarterbacks away. So at first glance, I get where you're coming from. Vrabel is a big divisional dog. Um, just wait. I think this could keep going up, brother. I think it might be able to, you might be able to get seven. What about uh, Pittsburgh plus three and a half? This week uh, against Cleveland. It's uh, plus four on bet three, six, five. Well, there so you go. I, I'm grabbing it, um, especially that Browns, huge emotional win like they just had. We know Pittsburgh, they muddy the water. They, they bring you down in the mud and they make you play in these close, ugly games. And yeah. I mean, I agree with the guys. They keep saying they're the luckiest team, but me and you joked. It's like they were the luckiest team in 2019, the luckiest team in 2020, luckiest team, whatever it was last year. At what point do you say it's not luck? It's just really good coaching, and that's just what they are, right? With Tomlin, Tomlin at the helm. Yeah, um, exactly. But what yeah, it is. I like that you went to that one. I, I definitely am with you. I'm in line with you on that Pittsburgh number. Uh, the other one that I looked at, which I hate. Yeah, and and there's part of me that thinks I might want to bet the other side. Historically, we'd play the Bears plus nine against <laughs> the Lions. But like the Lions have been, you're a so sick dog. The you're Lions have dog. been so good at home. Just wait but, though; they'll keep going up. People are going to put that in teasers. I think also, I'll hit ten. Also, we think Justin Fields is going to come back. I'm hoping. I mean, I really am. Like you know, um, uh, but but those were the and then the other one that stuck out to me, uh, Houston, which was here we go or an here hour ago, is now at five against Arizona. Now it's five and a half at bet three six five. So I'm just waiting. Give me, give me Kyler at six. I mean, I guess, I guess some pushback would be like, you know, he, 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 he looked, he did look different today. Like, right. I'm, I'm used to seeing old Kyler and, I, and to me, it's just him being rusty. I think he'll get more comfortable as the games go along here. But um, we saw the flash, like the moment where like, you know, he's about to get sacked and he does that huge loop. And he runs 30 yards across the field and makes a bunch of guys miss and then throws the ball down the field. It's like, 
That's why this guy was the number one pick. Kyler has so much unique and unusual skill set. Um, I think people just forget. And like no one was watching that game today, right? I'm the only one that bet that over that Arizona Atlanta game. So I, I had that on my big TV and like I'm locked in on it. And, you know, Arizona does stink. But Chad just said it. We're getting them at a really big number here. Like th- this, this is this is too big. Um, we've seen this Houston team play close, right? They usually play down to their competition. I mean, they lost to Carolina Panthers. They they played a really close game against the Buccaneers. Like, um, I'm with you, Chad. Like, to me, you know, I'm going to bet this five and a half just in case it does go down. But, like, th- if this gets the six, um, it's, you know, it's been a couple weeks, but this might be one of my bigger bets if this gets up to six because that's just – that's just too much respect to CJ and this Houston team where I do think they're really good and he's incredible, but come on, man, like him catching six against Kyler. Like that's too much disrespect to Kyler. That is, it's the, the, the Texans might be one of those teams that has had the biggest swing in power rating, maybe in the past five years in the middle of a season. I would say week to week though, their power ratings week to week are really hard to do because like I just said, they, they look like complete dog shit against the Panthers. It was bizarre. Right. No, that's and true. And now he's had back-to-back weeks where I think he's, what, put up more than 30 points, CJ? Against... And look, that Cincinnati game, that defense, by the way, we were pretty high on that defense the past Yeah, they're few really years. good. And so he did something against a defense uh, on the road that was ready to kind of And they had three him. turnovers. Like, he's, the Houston had three turnovers, and they still yeah. won that game. And that's a top-five pass rush. Like grading out as a top five pass rush, which leads to Cincinnati's a three and a half point dog at Baltimore this week. I'm a little worried about Trey Hendrickson. We don't know what happened to him at the end of the game. Yeah. So, but Cincinnati getting the hook at Baltimore right now? It's up to four, bro. They're about three, six, five. But I, mean, I don't know what to do with it because it's a short week. It's a Thursday. And, you know, the like we just usually said. cover in those games. <laughs> I, I just hate it that I always favorite the the home team on the Thursday because it's a short week. They don't need to travel. That's a big deal when you're trying to heal your body, right? Like they're, they get to be at home, especially as you get later into the season here. Um, you know, before, before, before today, I probably had this at three. And now without T Higgins, and like you said, the, the Bengals might have some injuries to some key players on their defense. Um, I, I would say the four is about right, Chad. Like, this this probably should be four, four and a half, just because it is such a short turnaround. And the Ravens, they're really good. I know they didn't look at today, right? Their defense didn't show up today. But um, throughout the season, their defense has been really good. So, yep. you know, th- what, what, what unit do I have more faith in bouncing back after a bad showing between these Ravens two defenses? Defense. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens. So, um, especially them at home. We know how Lamar plays at home compared to on the road. So, uh, not not shocking to see that number move up to four. Because, like Chad just said, it was three and a half. Now it's showing four. Uh, any other game? So, we talked about Pittsburgh. We talked about uh, Arizona quite a bit. Um, talked about Houston. Uh, I just want to get your initial uh, read on this because I'm obviously biased. But... Chiefs minus two and a half at home against the Eagles. Yeah, I I love the Eagles here. Thank you. That's love my guy. Them. Love uh, them. I I love the Eagles in this spot. 
I feel like they are performing at a higher level and more comfortable with who they are. Especially offensively. It feels like offensively they keep getting better and better every week. This Eagles team where the Chiefs, they've just been spinning their tires now for weeks, but they've luckily been going against subpar competition. Like Miami should have beat them, right? Doesn't it feel like they stole that game from Miami where they didn't score a single point in the second half, but they still somehow beat Miami, which is crazy. Um, By the way, there is a plus three uh, available, minus 105. So I am going to bet that right now before it goes away. And it's gone. It's down to two and a half again. Literally, <laughs> literally as I was pressing bet, bet, it changed to two and a half. Yeah, um, that, that's weird. They hung the three, but I get it, right? The Chiefs at home, You got. we always talk Mahomes at this number. Evan, is it up to 20, 29 or 20 and six? Whatever it is, right? It was 19 and six, I think. Now it's 20 and six. Um, I mean, I get it. Tw- yeah, 26, 26 and, one. and one. Woo, scary, Chad. But it, it feels like the Eagles are the better team right now. Um, I was just, I was trying not to be biased. So I'm glad my man, Chad, said it first. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. All right. It sucks, it sucks you missed the three, though. That would have been nice. I know, right? Such a tease. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Eagles plus two and a half, Pittsburgh plus four, Arizona. We're waiting to see if it can get to six, but you might take the five and a half right I'm gonna now. Gra- I already did. Yeah, I bet it. All right, I had you bet five and a half. Uh, I'm curious about Chicago plus nine. I'm going to wait to see if I can get a better number. I do feel like with a couple of these games this week, I didn't get the best of the number. Uh, I bet too quickly. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more. And just be careful, Chad, because there's injuries, brother. Like, we're at, we're at the point of the season now where, like, you know, I had no idea T. Higgins was going to miss the game this week. And like, you know, that that to me was a big deal. So, yep. um, yeah, definitely we're, we're getting late into the season here, people. Things things change. I, I definitely bet the way I changed where um, I bet a lot more now than I did early in the season. But I don't make all those – I don't push all that money until – you know, Saturday, midday Saturday into Sunday morning, because I want to exactly know who is who is going to play in every game. And we're at the point of the year where you just you you, you don't know until that final injury report to really know who's going to play. Well, that's interesting to me, like because I was wondering the same thing. When do I want to start pushing my bankroll a little bit? Um, and you are like you're betting significantly more now than you did before the season, like earlier in the season. Well, it all depends. Like I told you, my my biggest week is week one, just because I'm able to bet it for four or five months. I'm able to get a ton of money down. As soon as they open the lines, I can bet it every day if I want. And they'll take the money because why wouldn't the sportsbooks want to sit on your money for three, four months? But right. um, yeah, week two, week three, not as much. And then week four, I started ramping up a little bit. I, I just remember this year, um, again, we didn't start coming out of the gate really hot, but I just remember like I noticed it was really favoring the favorites early in the season. And, you know, normally you think that would give me pause, but it didn't. It gave me more confidence to put more money on certain favorites at certain spots. Um, and, you know, one of my biggest bets of the year was that Bills against Miami. The Bills were, at, at the time, they were at home. Miami was, you know, viewed as the best team in football. I think it was just after they beat Denver by 70 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, right now, it's, to date, that's probably my biggest bet. But, like, yeah, at this point, um, yeah, like, like, again, the good example, that Bengals game, 
that took me 36 hours to buy it up my position because I had already put so much money into the Bengals and then I have to go back the other side. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So like that's why I'm like not just saying it to Chad, I'm saying it to myself where it's like I got to stop betting so much early in the week. Um, there's just so many unknowns and we really don't know who's hurt until, you know, Thursday once like they're really not practicing. It's like, oh, shit, this guy really might not play now. So, yeah, just everyone just be careful. It's even for my own self. Be careful out there. That's all we're saying. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boost and see why. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Uh, Listen, folks, we got a live show. Me and Simon, special live favorites podcast, December 3rd at the Shepherd and the Knucklehead in Hoboken, New Jersey. That's the Sunday show. Doors open around 4 p.m. So come sweat and bet the afternoon games with us. Then we will go live at Shepherd, the Shepherd and the Knucklehead uh, in Hoboken, uh, like when we always do at 7.30 on Sunday night, live show, December 3rd, free entry, free drinks, bet with me and Simon. Uh, The info is in the description page for this YouTube episode or go to eventbrite.com, search the favorites podcast for more. Also, continue to watch us. Our next episode, our next live episode on YouTube, Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Action Network YouTube channel covering the entire NFL Week 10 board. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want, feedback is a gift. Till Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.